When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So for those of you who've ever been ghosted, I have a ghosting story for you. And it's actually my one of my personal ghosting stories is about a time in which my best friend of eight years completely ghosted me. And we have not talked on the phone since. Stay tuned. Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. So ghosting is when a person has made a decision to end and cut off all contact without alerting the other party. And the other party is who I consider the ghostee. It's kind of left wondering what happened because all of a sudden the person's no longer responding. And uh, this particular incident, I had a best friend of eight years that invited me to go out of town only to ghost me. I called her several times and I didn't know where she was. And I ended up at the end of the night by all fault of my own. One particular night, I ended up sleeping in my car. Yeah. So let me tell you, This friend of mine was the first person I really, really clicked with when I moved from Oklahoma to Texas. And each year she would go back to Oklahoma to celebrate her college's uh, homecoming, football homecoming game. And she would be there Friday, Saturday, and come back Sunday. Each year she would get a hotel room and just kick it Friday night was alumni night, Saturday morning, get ready for the pre-game events, the football game, and then Saturday night, party hop. That was just pretty much the schedule. So this particular year, I was available and I agreed to go. Now, the way it works was, let me tell you, we live three and a half hours away from, you know, Oklahoma City or the center of Oklahoma. And so it just didn't make any sense to do a round trip. I could drive back literally with my eyes closed since Oklahoma and Texas are neighboring states. So enough about the geography lesson here. We agreed to, on Friday, take separate cars and go separately. She was taken off work on Saturday. I mean, on Friday, and I worked Friday. She would get down to the hotel, uh, check in on Friday afternoon, and I would get there late Friday night. And instead of meeting directly at the hotel, 
we agreed that I would just meet her at the Friday night event. So after I got off work Friday, came home, showered, changed, and got dressed and took the three and a half hour drive directly to the event center. And then the plan was after, you know, the meet and greet was over, I would then follow her to the hotel room Friday night and we would get up Saturday morning. So it just didn't happen that way. (laughs) Friday night. Now, remember, I'm from Oklahoma, so I kind of knew my way around. So Friday night, I met her as agreed at this event center. And I'm going to tell you, that night was so much fun. I met up with her. I She introduced me to a couple of her friends that she went to school with, some of her sorority friends. And I ended up running to some people that I knew that went to her college, some people that I went to high school with graduated around the same time that she did like it was like coming back to a good celebration kind of like a reunion type thing it was really really fun and before I knew it like I got there maybe around 10 before I knew it it was like lights out (laughs) it was like 145 2 o'clock they were winding down doing last calls like dang the night went by really really fast but on the same token I was exhausted like I said I worked all day hopped on the highway then went to this event they had food and and music and drinks like we had a cool time and in fact my friend I ain't never seen her twisted like like ever she had let me just say she had a good time Anyway, so around, you know, it was time to to leave and everybody was leaving the event space heading heading to their cars. And the first thing, the only thing I could think about was laying my head down at that hotel room and just calling it a night so we can get up early Saturday morning and get ready to get down to, you know, the football game and the events. Well, my friend wanted to still hang out a little bit longer. Um, she and some of her sorority friends wanted to go to a, I think, either an after-hour spot to eat or grab something to eat. But I'm going to tell you, I was exhausted. So I told my friend, I said, hey, whatever y'all decide to do, like, I'm not hungry. But what we can do is I'll meet you in the morning. I'm going to go ahead, and I told her I'll I'll stay the night uh, at my parents' house, which luckily for me was only 15 minutes away. And that's what we did. Stay the night at my parents' house. Oh, that's what I did. I stayed the night at my parents' house, and I called her the next morning to get the hotel information. Remember, I was supposed to follow her after the meet and greet. So here I am Saturday morning. I got up early. I'm calling, I'm calling, I'm calling. I'm getting to the point to wonder, is her, does she have a phone on her? Does she not hear it? Is her ringer on? And as nine o'clock rolled around, 10 o'clock rolled around, it was pretty evident that something was up. Though I didn't know what that something was. I got concerned because truly, I when I made it back to my my parents' house, I went to bed. I had no idea if my friend made it safely. I knew she was amongst friends, but I had no idea if she made it safely to our hotel room. 
as time is approaching the time that we were supposed to quote unquote leave, I'm getting a little bit more anxious and regretting the fact that I did not get the address to the hotel about two hours later. And we're talking about noonish. My friend calls. There's a lot of stuff going on in the background. She's like, hey, I'm at the game. Now, let me tell you, at that moment, it just, I think I wasn't, matter of fact, knowing me, I was in shock. Like, what do you mean you're at the game? Right? And when I went to inquire, like, hey, what's up? She quickly got off the phone and she says, hey, I got to go. I'll call you back. It just made no sense to me at all. So fast forward, I'm up here sitting up here wondering, why am I dressed? Why am I even down here? <laughs> and what what happened? So around four o'clock, you know, I'm still not hearing from her. Five, six, seven o'clock rolls around. I give her a call. No answer. Eight o'clock, I call her. No answer. Then I shoot her a text because at this point, I don't realize I'm getting ditched. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm a ghosty. I have no idea I'm getting ghosted. It just, this wasn't a person I just met. This is the best friend of eight years. We've traveled together. We've, we've like, it just made no sense to me. So here I am. I get to the decision making point where I say, you know what? I'm going to make the best of the night. I don't know what's going on. And at this point, she don't need to call me back. She don't have to call me back. I am going to make the best of this evening. I'm in my home state. I'm going to go to one of these alumni parties. I'm going to either run into her or not, but I know I will run into some people that I know and have a good time. And in fact, the DJ of one of the event of the event I went to, I was good, good friends with. So I was like, I'm going to be in good company. And I was, I made it to the party around 10. I had a blast. I ran into even more people. The one person I did not see was my friend. Now, mind you, there were other parties going on that night, but I did not run into her at all. She may, she might have seen me. She might have been there. I have no idea. But I had a good time. And being a woman by myself, I don't care if I'm just in Oklahoma, I understood the importance of, you know, not being out too, too late because literally I'm by myself. I ended up leaving around 12, 1230, uh, around the time I saw maybe groups of people kind of leaving as well. I made it my way to my car and I headed to you know, my parents' house, back to their house so I can get some good old sleep. I made it to their home around, I would say, right before one o'clock. And this is when I realized I had locked myself out of the house. Not wanting to, I just, I could not get in the house to save my life. I ended up going to sleep in my car that night. All of this 
I'm thinking, I could be back in Dallas in my own bed, asleep, and very comfortable. <laughs> the next morning was Sunday morning. No missed calls, no mixed texts. I hopped in the car, and I can only imagine that I called friends and was like, can you believe this? But it's been so long, I don't recall. But I can tell you who I remember I did not call was my friend. In fact, the last time I would have that, the last time I ever called her was the night before, which was Saturday, several hours before I decided to go to the party alone. I don't mind doing things alone, but going to a party alone really has not been one of the things on my bucket list. <laughs> that three and a half hour commute back to the house, I I had enough time to really think and, and have some clarity, which also brought me closure. I was able to realize that she really wasn't as good of a friend as I was giving her credit to be. Yeah, we've traveled before. Yes, I was her son's godmother. Yes, I threw the baby shower. Yes, we shared a lot of similarities and, and, and hung out quite a bit. But I was giving more than what I was receiving. I look back on times in which she was a little inconsistent and flaky, but nothing could have prepared me for this. We've never been ugly towards each other or rude to each other. Now, there was an incident which calls for a whole different story that had occurred about a week prior. But to be in the place that I was and how I found myself driving to a party and to hang out with my best friend and it to turn out that way, I would have never, ever thought that that would be my experience. She ended up blocking me on social media. I never liked anything from the moment in which she ditched me. And I never heard from her. She had never called me. She hasn't to this day. But a funny thing happened. In 2021, now mind you, this happened, I believe, in 2016. So about five years later, I get an email wishing me a happy birthday on my birthday. I was polite. I responded. Thank you. And that's pretty much it. See, I feel when a person decides to walk out of your life, that's their decision and they should stand in it. They should stand on it. I would never, ever have done that to her or anyone. I'm not curious as to why it happened or what her thoughts were or what she was thinking because I understand that if a person can't value you, enough or respect you enough to openly communicate and they would rather leave you hanging, then that's really a person that you don't necessarily need to have in your life. I hope my story has helped someone, if, if not, be somewhat entertaining, but also understand that people can be in your life, can know everything about you and you can know everything about them and they can still make a decision to walk away.
It's always good to have a good support system, a good set of people that you know that you can trust. People that has never been flaky, that has never had you wondering about their intentions for you. And that only and truly want the best. Though Betty was... And if you don't have that circle, start forming that circle. Because I feel that the fact that I've had experience of being ghosted before and also a great support system helped me quickly move on and move past the disappointment I felt from this friend. I hope that you've never had to deal with ghosting or if you are dealing with or have that, that you'll find the lesson within it and be able to move forward. I, you can go to the Dating While Black podcast website. I have a book on, um, it's called Ghosted, Coping with Rejection, Volume 1. And it basically goes over the reasons why people ghost, why they return, the different type of ghosters. Like It's really like everything you need to know about ghosting. Again, I hope that this has been helpful for anyone. And, you know, ghosting is just one of those things that, unfortunately, people decide to do. And sometimes it has some real, real consequences. And with that, this is Dee, and I'm out. Bye. That concludes this episode of Dating Why Black. I want to thank everyone who has supported this podcast, who sent emails to info at datingwhileblackpodcast.com, <laughs> as well as those of you who visit the sites and attend the events that we have, both the paid ones as well as the free ones. If you have any episode ideas, we're open to them. Check out the website at datingwhileblackpodcast.com. Bye.